podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Kristen Stoneking, the senior pastor here. And I'm Brian Adkins, associate pastor. Our mission here is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Our podcast blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message. Fear and doubt, too long has bound us. Free our hearts to work and praise. Grant us wisdom, grant us courage for the living of these days. For the living of these days. Acts 2, verses 1 through 21, the coming of the Holy Spirit. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pomphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men and women of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it's only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old women shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Done for my
astray that just left to 99. Go to the wilderness, seek and find. If you find them, bring them back. Crocus shoulders, wash your back. Tell the neighbors all around that lost sheep has done been found. Done found, my lost sheep. Done found, my lost sheep. Done found, my lost sheep. In thy resurrection day, sinner can't find no hiding place. Go to the mountain, the mountain move. Run to the hill. Happy Pentecost Sunday. This is DS Stacy Current. I'm uh, happy to be able to give you the Pentecost message for today and just praise God for Pentecost, uh, which is the birthday of the church and the coming of the Holy Spirit. So let's get started with the word of prayer. Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks for this day, this holy day of Pentecost where your Holy Spirit comes like a mighty rushing wind and descends upon all of us who open our hearts to receive. So God, we pray this morning that your words might give us new life and bring a fresh outpouring of your spirit to our hungry hearts and souls. We give you thanks and praise this day in the name of Jesus, amen. My favorite color is red. I don't know if you can tell, but I have red glasses. Um, if you see my laptop, my laptop is red. My wallet is red. Um, for a period of time, I wore only red shoes for about a year and a half because uh, I just love red. And so whenever Pentecost comes around, I'm ready. I have my red stuff on. I'm ready to go to church and to celebrate. Um, I love Pentecost when we celebrate in the church because everyone wears red or fire colors and we have streamers and balloons and, and banners and we're, we're celebrating and we have uh, the scripture read in different languages. And so when we, we celebrate Pentecost, it's such a joyous and exciting day. And, and I thought about it this year. Okay, we can wear red, but we're not in the church. So how do we celebrate the birth of the church, when we're not actually able to be inside the church building. Is Pentecost still Pentecost? <laughs> you know, for me, I love all of the pageantry of Pentecost. And I love all that we have come to make it mean for us. But if we really strip things down back to basics, we'll remember that Pentecost didn't happen in a church on that first Pentecost, that it was disciples, scared and fearful, huddled in a room together, waiting for instruction, waiting for the gift of the Holy Spirit, 
waiting for what would help them do their purpose that Jesus had for them to do. And that purpose was clear to spread the gospel to the ends of the world and to be witnesses for Jesus Christ. And so the disciples are, are waiting. They're not in a church at all. And I'm wondering this Pentecost Sunday if it gives us a chance to really get back down to basics. If it really gives us the chance to remember what Pentecost started off being, which was when the power was given to the believers. Not in a church, but in a huddled, locked down, quarantine maybe kind of room. We get used to doing things the way we've always been doing them. There's a story I love to tell about a woman who is making her mother's famous ham recipe for the holiday. And she goes into the kitchen and she's trying to remember the different seasonings and things. And she calls her mom up and says, mom, tell me how you make the, the recipe again. Okay, I've done what I can remember. I got a pan, mm -hmm. I cut off the ends of the ham and I put it in this pan. And the mother says, uh, okay, and tells her the different seasonings. And she said, you know, mom, why do we always cut the ends of the ham off? Is that for the, the seasoning to infuse better? And the mother said, no, I just learned that way from your grandmother because she only had one size pan and the ham was always too big to fit in the pan. The, uh, so she'd have to cut the ends of the ham off so that she could fit the pan in the oven. I think when it comes to church, we've been used to doing things the same way and celebrating in the same way that that we forget that the real reason why we started doing things in the first place. And so this Pentecost Sunday, we don't have the 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 uh, ability to be inside of our church buildings, but we do have the ability to be the church. And so we're called to remember why we are called to be the church. And we are called to be the church of Jesus Christ to spread the message of the gospel and the message of God's love and salvation to the ends of the world. That is what the first disciples were given that instruction to do. And, and they had no means to do it. They were sitting there afraid and nervous and waiting for whatever power would be given to them. And as they were waiting, um, the Holy Spirit comes on that 50th day after Easter. Pentecost means 50 days. On that 50th day after what have been the Passover, uh, celebrating the time of when Moses received the Ten Commandments from, from God, that this time there would be a new spirit, a new commandment coming down, a new ethos, and that would be the power of the Holy Spirit. So they're in this room and they receive what I just wanna explore with you for a few minutes today, power for the purpose. Power for the purpose. Pentecost is just not about wearing red or speaking in different languages in the scripture, but it's about power for the purpose. The purpose is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world, to spread the message of God's love to all who need to hear. On Pentecost, we get power for the purpose. I had a friend uh, years ago who got this fancy sports car and she got uh, a manual transmission and she'd only known how to drive um, 
uh, automatic. So when she got the manual transmission, she learned how to drive it. And one day we were driving, she gave me a ride in her new sports car. And, you know, she's um, doing the, the manual transmission and she's in first gear. And then she nervously pushes the clutch, one, two. She's counting to herself and she goes to the second gear. And so she gets to the fourth gear. And um, we're trying, we're driving in this fancy sports car, but she's in fourth gear. And the car is kind of stalling and shaking. It's doing as much as it can at about 45, 50. And I looked at her and I said, why don't you put it in the fifth gear? And she looked at me and said, what fifth gear? And we got to the side of the road. I said, pull over to the side. And I said, let's switch seats. Let me drive. And I got into the car and I cranked that baby up and we pulled out into the road and I'm driving. And I go to first gear, second gear, third gear, fourth gear, I'm about 40 or 50. And I push the thing into the fifth gear and it takes off and we start going. We're at 40, 60 miles an hour. I was trying not to get a ticket, but we're driving. And she looks at me with maze and uh, awe and says, I had no idea that this car had five gears. And I think most of us, when it comes to the power of the Holy Spirit, are living without the knowledge that this car has five gears, that we are uh, allowed the power of the Holy Spirit to kick it in the high gear, to do the things that we can't do alone, but that God gives us the gift of the Holy Spirit to empower us so that we have power for the purpose. The disciples that first Pentecost day discovered the power for the purpose, discovered that fifth gear, and they were able to put the church on the path of movement and development and exponential growth. You see, so often we think that the Holy Spirit just empowered them to be able to speak languages that other people could understand. And we, we have the scripture read in different languages and we say, oh, isn't that wonderful? Everyone could hear. But, but this, the point of Pentecost is not that we could just hear and speak in other languages. The point of being able to speak in other languages was so that everyone could hear the good news of Jesus Christ so that no one would be left out. See, if we stop with just the amazement and awe that they could speak other languages, we miss out that the other people could hear, The other people could hear for the very first time that God loves us and that God, Jesus has been raised from the dead and, and that nobody was to be left out of this reign of God. That nobody, there were no barriers. Peter, in his first sermon after the Holy Spirit is poured out on them, he says, listen to what I say. In, in the old, he quotes the prophet Joel, and he says, in those days, I will pour out my Holy Spirit on you, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy. And, and what the Holy Spirit enables them to do is that everybody, everybody is able to come and to be a part of God's reign. The speaking in languages was not the big deal. The big deal was that no one is left out. And I don't know about you, but that makes me wanna praise God because I've been left out before. I'm a United Methodist to this day because I was left out. I was in another denomination and my pastor told me, no, 
you know, no woman is going to be a preacher. I don't care if God called you. You're not going to be ordained. Women are not going to preach here. And I, I went to the United Methodist Church and because I, I said, God, if you have really called me to do this, then I need you to show me a way. If this is of you and not of me, I need you to open a door for me. And God, in God's great mercy, opened a door for me. And I found myself at Bowen Memorial United Methodist Church and, and found myself um, thankful that in Christ there are no Greek or Jew, no slave, nor free, but that there is plenty good room. You see, when they were speaking in different languages, it was a y'all come, as they say in the South. Y'all come, come to the kingdom of God, come to the feast. There is room here. This is a new movement that gives them power for the purpose. And when you have power for the purpose, you become like Peter, you become bold. Peter gets up and, and preaches this magnificent sermon where he says, um, men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. And then he goes on to preach this magnificent sermon. And if you remember, Peter was the one who was just 53 days ago saying, I never knew the man. I never knew him. How is it that we become bold when we've been timid all of our lives? How is it that we become bold witnesses for Jesus when 53 days before we were saying, I don't know, I didn't know him. That's because we get power for the purpose. The Holy Spirit comes in and empowers us. The Holy Spirit changes us from the inside and gives us the power to do and say that which we've always been too afraid to do and say. The Holy Spirit gives us a voice where before we were afraid and, and stuttering and stammering like, like Moses. Um, the Holy Spirit gives us the power to go from being timid to being bold. In this COVID-19 crisis, I have seen many different wonderful uh, manifestations of people who had been timid in their faith before um, becoming quite bold in their witness. I was watching TV over the weekend and saw uh, a woman who had been on a ventilator for uh, seven days and she was being, she made it through and she was being interviewed by a newscaster. And she said, I was never the kind of person before to talk publicly about my faith. I was never the kind of person before to talk about God, but, but something has happened with me. And I know it was God that saved my life and got me off of that ventilator. It was a power that came over me. And I, I wouldn't have said this before, but I have to say it now. Every day I wake up and I thank God because I know it is God that saved me. That is when you have power for the purpose that the Holy Spirit gives you a voice of confidence when you've been afraid before, when you say, I'm, I've never done this before, but I just have to say, I just have to tell you how good God has been to me. I just have to give a witness of, of the wonder working power that God has performed in my life. That is what Peter did that first Pentecost Sunday. And friends, that is what we are called to do as we receive power for the purpose. 
there was a newscaster named Craig Melvin who is on MSNBC and he was interviewing in the beginning of this coronavirus pandemic. He was interviewing uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes from the Potter's House in, in uh, Texas. And as he was interviewing him, he said to um, Bishop Jakes, he said, I've never done this before, but I feel compelled to ask you to pray for the people who are watching. And so Bishop Jakes accepted, and this is what he said on national TV, on MSNBC, he said, Our Father, our God, we bow our heads to you in humility, understanding that we are not competent in and of ourselves to handle this kind of global calamity. We look to you, Lord, to be the source, the strength, the help, the light that we need. Strengthen our first responders, strengthen even our broadcast people, strengthen all of us whose lives have been devastated and disrupted and give us the peace that surpasses all understanding in Christ's name, amen. Wow, a newscaster says, I've never done this before and I'm just pushed to do this now, but would you pray for us? When the, when the Holy Spirit descends upon us, we get power to do things that we didn't know we had the power to do. We get a boldness, a holy boldness to say things that we didn't know we had the power to say. We become, uh, make the journey from being that, that Peter who never knew Jesus to a bold Peter who is boldly proclaiming the goodness of God. There is power for the purpose and it doesn't have anything to do with wearing red or streamers or being in a church building. There's power in the Holy Spirit that pours out, that pours out to us because we are entrusted with the purpose of God. The last thing I wanna share with you about Pentecost power, power for the purpose, is there is some type of Holy Spirit mathematics that takes place. Um, it took place when the children of Israel were going through the wilderness and they were hungry and complained and all of a sudden there was this manna, this addition of food uh, and water from a rock. It took place when Elijah was hungry and there was this addition of ravens and ravens fed the prophet. Um, there was a Holy Spirit arithmetic or mathematics, if you will, when the multitude was gathered and the disciples told Jesus, send them home, we don't have any food. And Jesus got a little boy's uh, lunch that day and with a few fishes and a loaves of bread, he was able to multiply the food that the multitude might be fed. In Pentecost, we see a similar kind of multiplication, Holy Spirit, arithmetic, mathematics happening, and it's so powerful. We see in uh, chapter 2, verse 43, it says, All came upon everyone because of the many wonders and signs that were being done and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and good, distribute the proceeds to all as they had need, Day by day, they spent much time in the temple. They broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. God didn't take loaves and bread or manna in the wilderness or ravens to, to do the miracle this time. God takes the people.
And God takes the people and opens their hearts so that not only are they able to speak in different tongues, not only are they able to give a bold witness, whereas before they had been timid, but now they are able to share with whoever has need. And I want to tell you, this is the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the, the power of Pentecost, that there was no one who had need that didn't get their needs met. I know it's amazing to be able to speak in different languages, but in 2020, I can get my Google Translate to do that. I know that it's amazing to be able to be to be timid and then to be bold, but if you take enough uh speaking classes, you might be able to get a boldness to you. You can pretend or fake it until you make it. But this, being able to be able to share and God's provision be multiplied in and through the believers, you cannot fake that. That's why the song says, they'll know that we are Christians by our love because the Holy Spirit empowers us to do that which we don't have the power to do and that is to be able to make sure all are fed. And that is Pentecost. When, when Jesus hands the responsibility over to the disciples for the purpose and the disciples get the power and are able to multiply the movement by their actions, that is power for the purpose. We see the power of Pentecost when our churches open up and are serving the hungry and feeding meals in masks and gloves, that is power for the purpose. We see when our churches uh, like Falimama are able to give $100,000 to distribute it to those who are in need, that is Pentecost power for the purpose. We see the purpose being multiplied and being fulfilled in San Francisco where the churches came together and were able to house homeless people so that they didn't get the risk of of developing COVID-19, that is when God takes us and the Holy Spirit pours out on us and God urges us to take what we have, take that power and bless others with it. That's Pentecost. It's not about wearing red. It's about taking the power, shifting into that fifth gear and doing amazing things that could only be done and accomplished by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we may not be in church, but friends, we are the church. We may not be able to wear red or wave a banner, but you can always wear red if you want to, but you don't have to go to church. You are the church. The church is not a building. The church is not a social club. The church is the body of Jesus Christ, a living, breathing movement that has been given the wonder-working power, power for the purpose, to save the world. May the Lord add to our neighbor, our number, those who are being saved daily. May the Lord add to our number, those who are being saved daily. May God use us as he used those first disciples to be his hands and feet and to go out empowered 
for the purpose of God. Praise be to God. Happy Pentecost. Don't worry about going to church. Be the church. Amen. Amen. God loves you. And so do I. to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Brian Adkins, Associate Pastor here. We'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. If you are here in Berkeley, Epworth's worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings at 1953 Hopkins Street at the corner of Napa and Hopkins. And I'm Senior Pastor Kristen Stoneking. If you connect to our podcast from further away, we would invite you to visit our website, epworthberkeley.org. We'd invite you to keep seeking to grow in faith and to stop by the next time you're in Berkeley.